I'm Brad Musburger. This is your home for the Brian Hanks Show and the VSIN Sports Network. Bet on the Bull, WRNF's Kinston. Now, it's been a minute since you've been on. You know who Brent Musburger is, though, right? It's been two years. It has not been two years. It's been two years. You know what? I have the I ability to look this up. You know I have the ability to look whoa, this whoa, whoa, up. Whoa, 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 we whoa. remember that. Whoa. Is there a wager? <sighs> yes, there is. Lunch on it, by God. Dude, okay. How about that? I am getting ready that. to tell you. Let's see. Oh, March 17th. No, it was March 17th of uh, 2022. So it's only been 18 months. Okay. Close right, to two years. Yeah, there you go. It was on Friday, March the 17th, 2020. Uh, hey, don't test me on this. I keep impeccable record. This is your 11th records. visit on the show. Yeah. How it's, about it's that? It's been far too long, Brian. It has been far too long. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Uh, first off, before we even get started, and again, uh, listen, you are listening to the Brian Hanks show. This is hour two of uh today is uh thursday or today is wednesday 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 november the 8th in the year of the lord 2023 this is hour two of episode 965 uh mike martin was a uh, part of our first hour if you missed that listen to our replay at three o'clock either here on 960 bet on the bull or 252 espn or even better yet you can go to brianhanks.com and you can listen to uh all our shows all 965 shows and all 11 visits from felicia <laughs> nikki solomon here too uh man so much to get to we've uh, got about 30 minutes here and so much to get to um uh, and uh if you don't mind mike and i are probably going to just take turns ask you questions yeah, here or however yeah, it works out by good. the way you look good in red and uh, tell people the significance of the red <laughs> so red represents um my beloved sorority delta sigma theta sorority incorporated well you look great thank you you look thank absolutely you, great you, uh congratulations yeah, thank you. I got to say this, and uh, one of your uh, city councilmen, uh, fellow city councilman, Chris Suggs, made a point of this on Facebook late last week. This has got to be, and I'm not saying that it's good, bad, and different, whatever. I have never seen an election in Kinston that was as low-key as this one was. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And maybe maybe I don't run in the right circles anymore or whatever, but I've yeah. talked to other people who've said the same thing too. Why was that part of the strategy coming into this? Was to maybe be a little more low-key? or? So I, I think that, um, for one, um, it was only the council race, for mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Also, we're looking at it being on an off year. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, the reality of it is, is this, is that the election season from two years ago, I think was so, um, horrific for those who were aware, um, of how it was just unbecoming, you know yeah. what I'm saying? For, for Mike was in it two years yeah, ago, remember? Yeah. yeah. And so maybe I, I was I, yeah. the unbecoming part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm telling you, it, 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 it was definitely, um, a, a what I consider to be a traumatic experience. Um, and in what it, way? In what way? So if you know, Brian, you remember in twenty. Well, okay, let me put a pin in that just for a second. I do this, Mike, all the time. Yeah, I'm sorry, Felicia. Yeah. I am. I try to be an unbiased person on this yeah. show. I really do. Yeah. I can't be that way with you, and and I mean that in all sincerity. I have said this before, and I you know I can hear Jason cringing right now. Uh, our sales executive to the stars. I love you. Okay. Yeah, and I, I, and I don't mind saying that. Yeah, I don't care who yeah. here. And that was part of the reason why I didn't really have you on before the election. Well, because I am biased. Okay. I mean, I, I 
admire you. I respect you. I know Mike feels the same way about you, too. Absolutely. You inspire me, and you have for years. And for me to have had you on and to have your opponents on, I would have been unfair. And I'm telling you, but you I'm in, telling you the truth. I would have been you, unfair. And you move in integ- with integrity. Well, I couldn't and be ethical. I think it would be almost unethical yeah. for me to. And Jason and I talked about this before the election. Something came up, and I think I'd mentioned to him about you know trying to have candidates on. And then I told him, I just I couldn't do it because I know I am biased towards you and. I adore you, and, and, he, I, and I love what you stand for, and I love how much you love children. I love yeah. how much you love Kinston, and I, it would be it would be unethical for me to have you on against other yeah, candidates. I respect Please that. continue. Yeah, yeah. So you remember in 2015 when I first came to you and told you yeah. that I was running for city council, and this was during the time where I was I was still residing here, mm-hmm. but I was living out. I was working. I think in. Duplin County at the time, Washington, somewhere. Yeah. And it was one of those things that there was so much happening. What did I tell you when you called me and, and told me that? this is what you told me. <laughs> you said, mm, Nick, I'm not saying you wouldn't be good because, I, you know, Nikki, you'd be great. Yeah. But I just don't want to see you get hurt. Yep. I didn't want to see you become part of the machine, too. Yeah. You and, know, and I was afraid because of your big, open bleeding heart that you love everybody and you want to take care of everybody. Yeah. I was afraid you were going to get, yeah. I'll give an example and I hope I don't hurt this person's feelings, but when Whittington, you know, I mean, he got, so I used him as an example with you. Remember? Yeah. I was like, you remember what a, a what, he still is a great guy. I love Wayne to death, but I saw what it did to him, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. he got sucked into the machine yeah. and it, it really hurt him. And then he didn't run anymore yeah. after, and yeah. he was the number one vote getter of the yeah. year. He ran yeah. and won. Yeah. I was afraid that was going to happen to you because yeah. I, because you do put your heart out there and you, you're not a politician. I mean, that's what the, you call it. I'm the most non-political politician that you know. There you go. And I tell you, Brian, and I still stand 10 toes down that that's not a title that I choose to wear. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's not a cape for me. Yeah. And I'm but t- it's true. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And, but can I tell you a secret? Hit me. So two years ago, what was the most traumatic time of my adult life of seeing the ugliness yeah. and how desperate um, and malicious politics can become, it turned out to be the best thing that ever happened to me. Wow. And 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 I and I tell you, and this is the reality. If I had to do it all again, I would do it all again because it was really so, it was it was. When I tell you, Brian, out of it, um, I've gotten great lessons um, of the reality of Nikki. This is what this is. This is politics. Mm-hmm. That as you talk about the bleeding heart, that you've got to understand that everyone does not move the way that you move. You're in it, and, and it's focused always on the work. But sometimes other people, not always, not the candidate, but sometimes there are people that's connected to things and can just be so ugly. And so two years ago, um, it was it was in, in remnants of our community, you know, friendships dissolved behind it. Um, but out of it, some of my greatest work. That's what I told you. That's why I told you not to get involved that, that with right it, there. okay? Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. And, and look, and, and and having been a part of it, I would echo precisely what she said. And and, um, and, and it was difficult to watch you go through the things that you went through yeah. um, as 
a friend and you know the events um you know the forums and the events they're great but it's the same questions over and over and over again and it's the same um and 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 then you have people and, and you said it incredibly well it's not the candidates necessarily it is those who hang on and and you know and unfortunately and i think this is in any city anywhere there are people that are out there just to disrupt what's going on but you know something mike with that being said we have a responsibility, though, as pull, pull, your um, mic, pull your mic back up as elected officials, and, and and when we lead teams, um, you can't control everything, but you can control some things. Yeah, and you know one of the things is that above all else, you you don't want to create divides. And what I saw is that the things which are my greatest assets during this election during 2021 were were turned as weapons against me and it was just, it was the strangest things and, and when you're in something you can't quite see it and so with everyone coming off of a pandemic coming you know mother had a stroke both parents had covid mm-hmm. you know lost my biological father to um a, a drug overdose it was a lot it was a lot yeah um, but it taught me so much that, and I say, and one of the reasons I ran again was because I'm not meant to break and because of the young people that are looking, that are coming behind me. Well, and that's one of the things you just answered my next question. I'm sure Mike was going to ask the same thing. There was a lot of speculation. Is Nikki Solomon going to run again for city councilman? Yeah. And, and that was even from me. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't sure because, you were going because to. Because you think about it. I didn't come. I didn't get out there. And, and, the re, and the reality of it is, was this, is that there was a measure of disillusionment. Mm-hmm. Um, Understandable. Yeah. But the, the, well, the reality of it is, is this, and I think I shared this is that when I ran in 21 and I had the conversation with the mayor and I says, either he wants me to get tougher skin, he wants me to hear no in a greater way, or he doesn't want you to take the role for granted. But what I realized is that everything that God does, and people didn't want to hear about God in this, but everything that he does is about you. Mm-hmm. And so in that, um, it's not for me to take the role for granted. And so as I come forward and taking time for self-care and all the like, I come back with a, a greater reassurance of this is what I'm called to do, uh, with a greater boldness, a greater courage, and, and, and standing ten toes down that the reality is I represent the people. It is to be the voice of the people. It's to call a spade a spade um, and a heart a heart. And so we will not always agree, but there is a way to agree um, to disagree. And and I just say this because as we get older, we have a responsibility of elders to see who's coming behind us that we can pass the baton to. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, there's a lot of things um, that I would love to see happen um, like I said, there are some things that I've seen in my personal life, you know, growing passion for of taking care of people in a greater way. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just excited. And, and the second reason is this. 
I'm a firm believer of diversity. It mm-hmm. is necessary. Um, career-wise, socioeconomically, race, gender, the whole nine. Mm-hmm. And so having age, and so uh, we saw, you know, with Chris Suggs coming, you know what I'm saying, his youthfulness, it mm-hmm. it, it, it brought... It's um, brought new energy, hasn't exa- it? Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Everyone has a portion. And so one of the reasons that I ran, because initially when I found out that Miss um, Seaforth, councilwoman-elect, was running, there was a part of me that was like... <sighs> okay, we're gonna we, we, <laughs> like we're gonna be okay. I don't I don't the have tort, to. The, you I don't, get tort past right, the torch. I don't have to run. But then the reality was this: What happens if you're able to serve alongside of her? Mm-hmm, precisely. And, yeah. Hey, tell me a little bit about her. And Mike and I talked about. It. Let me ask you, yeah. Mike and I talked about it earlier. I've got to admit. I mean, I remember her husband, mm-hmm. but I was on the sports side of the free press at that time, so I didn't really get to know her. I, I, I don't even know if she would even know me if I walked mm. up and offered my hand to her and said mm-hmm. congratulations. That's the reason why I didn't have her on the show this morning because I just I honestly don't know her. Tell us a little bit about uh, Miss Barbara yeah. Seaford. So one of the reasons I'm able to say that it would be an honor and would be beneficial. Um, for the council to have her serve alongside all of us is because um, I actually knew Miss Seaforth from the time I was a little girl, fourth grade student at Bynum Elementary. <laughs> and uh, daughter and I, you know, were great friends. Left here, then later when I returned in 2000, she was one of the lead teachers at Sampson Elementary School. Okay. And um, I was able to serve alongside of her being a new teacher. She served as a mentor. And so what I learned about her is that she she is a nurturer. But however, she is one that also has the ability to correct. Mm-hmm. You know, she yeah. she is a teacher of all teachers. Um, she's very wise, okay. very organized, very analytical, very intelligent, um, and she comes forth with, with for, comes forth with great grace and elegance. And so she will also do us the service of bringing a greater measure of class mm-hmm. um, to the body that represents the city. Yeah. And 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 she is very slow to speak and quick to listen. Okay. Um, and you know, um, that sounds biblical. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, um, she's a lifelong learner and you know, the reality of it is, is that she cares about the community. And one of the things I love most about her is that her service is selfless, yeah. that her service is simply about the greater good. She could be doing yeah. anything right now in her retirement oh, years. Oh, and what is she doing? Whoa, whoa, whoa. She's wanting to serve the well, city. And, well, well, and, and guess what though? But but she's also serving as an interventionist um, and working wow. alongside new teachers and helping students um, close any learning gaps. So she's still in the work wow. and highly effective. That's I wish awesome. that, yeah, it, this is one of those times where radio doesn't do justice to, I, I wish that listeners could see the passion that, <laughs> That Miss Tell them how has. she says she's sitting on the edge I mean, of her the seat. Edge of her seat, and like I mean, you know, the, the intensity, the passion, and and that that you exhibit about service, yeah. about serving, you know, the the people of your community, and 
um, you know, you, you, you have a tremendous faith and, um, and I love how you share that. And I've been very fortunate. I've mentioned on the show a couple of times that on Tuesdays, I go to a men's Bible study that Nathan Perry's leading at Queen street deli. And we're studying the book of James and, you know, it talks about be being grateful in your trials and something that I think is incredibly evident in, in your life and in, and in your, um, your service is, you know, 2021 created trials for you Mm. and to see the person that you have become on the other side of it. And, you know, and, uh, unfortunately, you, know, you and I haven't spent as much time together recently, but um, but to see you here today and, and to get to see you yesterday and to see you know the passion that you still uh, exhibit, I, I'm just so proud of you. And I tell you, I hate to interrupt. Let's Again, hey, let's put a pin in that, okay? Joining us on our Spence Automotive guest line right now is uh, the gentleman who will be serving another yeah. term with you here, uh, Felicia. It is Antonio Pearl Hardy, uh, just one of the true gentlemen in Kinston and Lenora County. And again, uh, congratulations, Pearl, uh, for uh, winning re-election last night. You are joined right now by myself, uh, Michael Martin, and uh, Felicia Nikki Solomon. Good morning, Pro Tim. Good morning. Good morning. Well, we're we're gonna we're not here for a long time. We're here here for a good time, Pearl. First off, congratulations. I've been honored to serve on the uh, Kinsley North County uh, Parks and Recreation Commission with you. I've seen your heart with that. I've seen how hard you work, how much you care about that. I've seen you with the Sports Hall of Fame. How much that means to you too. Obviously, both of those are recreational and sports kind of stuff. But uh, just uh, hey, first off, congratulations and uh, thank you for joining us this morning. Well, thank you for welcoming to your to your show this morning. Uh, first, let me say, give my honor to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ first of all, and to my family and uh, all my supporters. Um, thank you for reelecting me to uh, City Council. Well, let me ask you this, Pearl. And like I said, we're only going to have you for uh, three or four minutes here or so. But uh, well, why, why did you win? Why we, we asked uh, Nikki that earlier? Uh, what was the secret to your success in this election? Most of all, Brian, I think it's just my dedication to the community. Um, I do a lot in the community for for uh, not only sports, but for our elderly, our veterans. And uh, I think that was uh, what pushed me over the edge. Pearl, uh, yeah, I, I've said that, you know, you and, 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 and Sammy Aiken and Felicia were all so encouraging to me when I ran and, and I was incredibly grateful for that and how much respect you showed, uh, showed me. Um, and, and I just want to say congratulations on a well-deserved victory. Um, but a question that, that I'm going to pose to you, and I'd like to hear uh, Ms. Solomon's comments on it as well. What do you see as the challenges going forward that, that our city council faces? What do you think you're – yeah, you know, your biggest challenge, you know, as we as we move forward into uh, the new the new election, oh, the the new council year. Well, first of all, I want to say that uh, we hear the uh, citizens constantly uh, focus on our infrastructure, our roads, and so uh, pushing forward, uh, we're going to try to pass some legislation to add additional funding to our. Road resurfacing, 
uh, over the next four years. Um, some of the other challenges is uh, housing uh, in our community and uh, work opportunities for our young people. Very good, and I love awesome. that. that, that awesome. Same question to you, uh, Nikki. Yeah, I, I absolutely um, agree with that. Um, definitely infrastructure is a major concern in you know every community. Um, I think it's going to be important to continue to, as best we can, press the state to take care of their state, maintain roads, um, for us to continue to put funding in the resurfacing within our own local community. Um, we are doing a really good job. Our city manager has done a, an amazing job with, with hires, uh, one of her best being with our police chief, Goyette. And so I would love, of course, and, and the thing of it is, is that when you speak to challenges, is attempting to do more with less. Yeah. And so, you know, when we talk about being able um, to get get the get the staff, to get the city employees in all of the departments, one of the greatest challenges comes when how do we keep them? And that is always what? A funding issue. Yeah. And so, of course, you know, as going out there um, and getting as many grants um, as we can to help support the work. And, you know, of course, um, the continued work on, you know, building um, a strategic plan um, that is um, executed. They're very good. And I'll tell you what, uh, Pearl, we'll, we'll leave you with this. We'd love to have you on sometime in the next couple of months to just uh, get caught up. Like I said, it's such a short visit we're doing this morning, but I do appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to do this. But, again, as I mentioned earlier, you serve on the Parks and Rec Commission, and we've got to hire a new uh, Parks and Rec director. Uh, how important is that uh, over the next, I don't know, five, six months? Uh, again, with you being a member of that commission and now being reelected uh, to city council, Pearl. Uh, well, I, I feel it's real important. Uh, Corey Pobart did an excellent job, and uh, I'm sure as an interim scholar, do his way, do a job, good job as well. But uh, we definitely have to find somebody that's heartfelt and uh, putting 110% effort into our recreation department. So that's what we'll be looking for. Well, very good. Well, like I said, listen, uh, Antonio Pearl Hardy, congratulations on uh, re-election last night. Really look forward. Hey, I, I'll see you Thursday to, tomorrow night at the meeting, okay? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> congratulations. Congratulations. All right, thank you. Good luck, Nikki. Thank All right, you. congratulations. There you Paul. go. That's Antonio Pearl Hardy. And, uh, again, like I said, uh, Nikki, I've had a chance to serve alongside him. We sit beside each other at the Parks and Rec Commission meetings, and, he is very involved in that. Uh, you know me, and you've known me for how many years? And you know I'm a sports guy anyway. So mm -hmm. someone who puts so much into the sports side of it and cares about the youth of this community too, much like you do too, mm -hmm. uh, that is what was encouraging to me about him winning re-election. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. Um, and as um, Pro Tem um, Hardy stated, um, he's very visible in the community mm -hmm. everywhere. Yeah, he, he is definitely one of um, a native son. Mm -hmm. um, he has built some extremely strong um, relationships, and he he's very compassionate. And mm -hmm. so he's definitely one um, that, you know, believes in supporting um, what is sometimes perceived, um, some would say the least of them, you know, say that which yeah. you've done to the least of them done in Christ. But what do we know? 
that a community is measured by how well we care for our most vulnerable citizens. Mm -hmm. And that's our what? Our, our children, elderly. Yeah. Yeah. Our elderly. Yeah. Who yep, I yep. consider our most priceless gifts and our children who I realize are our most precious gifts. I would be remiss if I didn't uh, ask you about Sammy Aiken, who just uh, obviously he didn't get reelected last night. But has served the city for twelve years. I think it was he going for his fourth or was he going for his third? Yeah, I, think I think it was his fourth. Was Sammy's fourth term. Yeah, that's yeah, what he was going for. I speak to you've served alongside him for eight years now. Uh, just a, I hate to put a, a postscript or a postmortem or whatever on Sammy, but I mean he, he did, as uh, Mike mentioned earlier, and I think it was in our first hour. He has served this city for twelve years. Yeah. So um, Sammy is definitely going to be um, a personality. Um, that'll be missed. Mm -hmm. um, you know, one thing that I can say about Sammy is that I think that he will continue to serve the community. Um, he's very active on the African-American Heritage Commission. Mm -hmm. And so um, I think that Sammy's work, um, you know, to enhance, you know what I'm saying, parts of our community and city, I think they'll continue. I love it. Um Ms. Solomon, one thing that I, I want to to talk to you about because I think it's something that um that that people who serve struggle with and um yeah, I'm curious how has you know your service with the council, your your efforts with our public schools, how have you found a way to balance your your personal health your uh mental health um how how have you mm. learned from this experience and yeah. what's something that you can pass on to other people because mental health is something that i've struggled with i've talked about depression and things that i've dealt with on the show and i think that um i think it's important for young people and and people who have aspirations to to learn to find that balance. How have you done that? So I'm so glad that you asked that question because um, I have kind of shared little bits and pieces. You did here on this show, your last that visit. That was my first, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's always been only in safe spaces. And I, I, I and that's why I love you so, is that you, you do an amazing job on this show um, and even outside the show of creating safe spaces. Um, but one of the things um, for me is that, and I'm so glad you answered, you asked me that question, um, is because what I experienced two years ago actually has pushed me to do a greater work um, in what I do with North County Public Schools. Um and, and, and it's not it's not just in the black community, I'm sure, but especially in the black community, you know, there has for so long been a stigma. And I remember that even in 2021 that, you know, there was this challenge, even wanted to challenge me on about having a therapist. The best thing I've ever done was secure a therapist. Yeah. And I would say this um, to anyone that is that is out there, because as a person who has always taken care of everyone else, you sometimes forget how to take care of you. And you can't be any good for anyone else if you don't take care of you. 
And so one of the greatest things that I did was to get a, a therapist. And we talked about things that were happening presently. And I think we spent about 20 minutes talking about disparities, um, talking about classism, um, uh, 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 microaggressions, um, and, 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 and the, the, the killings that I was dealing with, you know, because of many of the killings in our city are my former students, either the perpetrator or the students. And so it carries a lot. And so even after we thought we talked about that, it then was, let's talk about little Nikki. And what I've learned through my, 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 my journey um, with dealing with depression and anxiety, a lot of times we move the way we move because of childhood traumas. And so what no one knows, many people don't know this about me, but my biological father um, that reached, that died, you know, during 21, when I was four years old, he kidnapped my brother and I from my mother. And wow. during that year of my life, um, the girlfriend who, you know, was a drug user, um, unfortunately was physically abusive to me. Who know? Who knew? And so it begins to explain why I have moved the way I move with children. Right. You know, I had my mom and my dad, Pastor Brown, that many of you know, you know, they literally snatched us back when I, at five years old, and they knew how to love. Like so many of you all have done, you, you know what I'm saying, have, like, like you love, love covers. But there was still something else. Prayer is good, the love and support of a village, but therapy. You know what I'm saying? When you talk about, you know, when you when you have something that's going wrong with um your 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 heart, I think you you go to a cardiologist, right? If you have something going on with your foot, you go to a podiatrist. Well, that's the same thing when you have something going on mentally. Because anytime there is something traumatic, there is something that short circuits in one's brain. And so this is one of the greatest things that I've ever um, done because as we move in the district to service the whole child, um, working in student services, it helps me move in a greater way, dealing with children with mental health issues. Um, and it moves and challenging people to move from what's wrong with you to what happened to you. And so even before, you know, what was being a bullying situation and, and being slandered, I've never um, been comfortable with children being bullied. I have yeah. never. And I've always felt if it's important for a child to share, it's important for an adult to deal with. And so it helps me do the work in even a greater way. And so I would say this to anyone, um, that young folk, like whatever you go through, it is a part of the making and molding of you, and you will always come through it. But it's important to have people like you that are able to see. Because in 2019, I was drowning in front of a lot of people, and no one knew. I would agree with that. One of the, and I hate to do this. Well, we're we're up against it. We're going to have to. Uh, call this a show or call this a, a visit come back in the next few weeks i love I, it. I, I love you know I mean, we're gonna we're gonna get off here and i'm going to and i would love for to do it on a wednesday again when for mike sure. is here for too sure. 
and the yeah, three would, of us. That's what yeah, we're going to do when that. we get off there. But let me say this. As someone who's gone through therapy myself, I mean, with the stuff I've been through, we don't need to get into all that, but I've been through therapy. It's the best thing. Oh, man. And, and the, the example I like to use is when you're on a plane, what do they tell you <laughs> if the plane's starting to go down and you've got a small child beside you? They don't say put a, the mask on the child. They say put the mask on yourself yeah. first mm-hmm. and then put the mask on the small child beside you. And I think that's almost perfectly exactly what you're saying right there, Nikki. Would you not agree? I agree. There and, you go. And it, one quick thing. It's got to be quick. Yeah, yeah. Parents, adults, when kids come to you to talk to you about something, listen. Yeah. Kids that have the courage to speak out about something that's happened to them, do not take that for granted. Amen. Uh, Very wise words, don't you agree? Absolutely. As someone who's worked with children, you're basically your entire adult life. Yeah. So listen. Felicia, Nikki, Solomon, I... I love you. I don't know any other I way to say it. Too. I'll say it to anybody. Who, I love you, Linda too. just sent me a message and said three words. I love her. Four <laughs> exclamation points, okay? I mean, just well, anyone who knows you has to love you because. Yeah. Yeah. Who really knows you. Yeah. Who really yeah. knows you. Precisely. Yeah. Listen, uh, thank you so much. Congratulations. Yeah. It, it did my warmed the deepest, darkest cockles of my heart last night when I saw the final results and saw you were the number one finisher. <laughs> Yeah, that's Linda. Linda. Linda loves the Grinch for some reason. But the dark cockles of okay. your heart Thank is what. You, oh, that's what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations. All right, okay. love you. See you in a couple of weeks. Mike Martin, you are the best, dude. Thank you for hanging out, dude. Yes, I, I, Wednesday, he stays just basically the entire show on I Wednesday. I love so it. I, love I appreciate it. that. Let's get John and Jonathan in here. Let's play the birthday game. We'll wrap up uh, today's edition of the Brian Hanks Show right after that. It is hump day. It's Wednesday, November the 8th. Did you see that pained expression on John's face? We didn't get two I... seconds. Two <laughs> seconds and he's derailed. Two well, I looked seconds. over at your face and you were you had this really pained expression on your face. Well, it was, you know. You're, hey, you're going to break my hockey stick. It's behind you and you're backing up the chair. And Should we start over? Just merely sitting in a chair has caused a disruption. <laughs> it has. It is Wednesday, November the 8th in the year of the Lord, 2022. No, it's not 2022. It's 2023. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's time to play the birthday game, John Dawson. It is that game that uh, Massey now leads three days to two after yesterday's performance. And uh, how are you doing this morning there, uh, Jay Dizzle? I'm trying not to exhale so I don't break anything. <laughs> there you go. Jay Mizzle, what about you? How you feeling, dude? I mean, we thought you were getting better on yesterday's show. And doggone if you don't sound worse today. Well, you know, Brian, I think it's God Almighty. I sound terrible. <laughs> yeah. Um it's part of the healing process i think you know i feel great yeah i just sound like uh my larynx got run over by an 18 wheeler okay sounds like a teamster that can make you an offer you can't refuse doesn't it? he sort of does he sort of does waste management waste yeah, management that's right. yeah. yeah 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 i've uh i've started working up in new jersey uh at yeah. a mm-hmm. waste management facility <laughs> And, yes, uh, folks, he did air quotes when he said waste management there. Yeah, yeah I, I tried to use some inflection to imply that, but, uh, you know, I think I think the, the learned listener will understand. Ooh, the learned listener. I like that. Are we learned hosts? Well, uh, I would I would guess between our combined IQ of 127, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> hey, I'm 125 I- of it. <laughs> Probably not. I know. That's one of the things Jonathan and I just shrugged our shoulders and went, huh? Hey, look, a one IQ in Wilkes County and Greene County puts you in the top 10%. Yeah, so. yeah. Hey. Wow. <laughs> 
speak for yourself over there. Hey, uh, Jonathan Massey, I know you won yesterday, but you are ceding your rights to uh, to do the uh, yeah. Goico. I think I think Jock deserves better than a gravelly undertone voice. I don't know. It's a little sexy to me. What about you, John? He, he finds men's stop, voices repugnant. Yeah. He, he doesn't mind if you voices don't. repugnant. Right. But he doesn't mind if you don't. <laughs> I like right. it. I, dude, yeah, that was good. That was good. Tell us about Goeco over there, John Dawson. Uh, Goeco Office Automation, that's a Jacques Pass Legs outfit. And if you want to uh, get into your people judge you by the company you keep, which is why I've gone nowhere, Brian Massey. Hey. But uh, <laughs> if you get to start hanging around Jacques, you'll have the stink of uh, excellence on you, and your prospects will be through the roof. Back to you, Brian. Now, is it really stink of excellence, or is it the scent of excellence? The musk of excellence. The musk. Yeah? No? Whatever we want it to be, huh? Why okay. Is he, why is he looking at us like that? I don't know, but I feel like we've done something wrong. I do too. But I did give us some side eye. We just we just had we just put slammed the brakes on the show for no reason. <laughs> give us some side eye. Ah, you know it's kind of sexy though, man. I was about to say I shouldn't be turned on, but you know, <laughs> six to midnight. Over now here. I got stuff to <laughs> now I got stuff to cut. <laughs> Two hands. Oh, that was now good. I've got stuff six to cut. To <laughs> What was so funny about that? <laughs> Six yeah. to midnight. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Man, John, you got us both over here coughing. You know, we could have been on the fourth birthday by now. No, 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 but no. The we could have. The people want not. their entertainment. Well, I'm saying let's, you know, get the formalities out of the way. Then we can stretch at the end. Oh, okay. That instead of, good point. Instead of Don't killing. Don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, I thought you were getting ready to go blue there. So. No, no. <laughs> you know, that's a weird word, lozenge. You just you can't say anything without him making it dirty. Nothing. I didn't even. I don't think it was I dirty. I honestly yet. didn't mean it dirty. No, hand to God, I didn't mean it. <laughs> he gave me three side eyes in like a quarter of a second. How is that even possible? Don't you lie to me, boy. Dude, he just did some X-Men stuff over there, okay? Well, <laughs> I think with him, is, he's from Wilkes County, so any multi-syllable word is just... Yeah, throws him. I get you. Syllable. What? Wow. Syllable. <laughs> I don't know. Look, I'm, I'm None of this is usable. <laughs> yes, it is. Lozenge is a weird word. I will stand by that. Okay. Oh. Anyway. But you're sitting. So oh. back to Goeco. Yeah, back to Goeco. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot I got to do that part, huh? <laughs> You know, I hung out with uh, Jacques Pasleg last night. We went up to uh, Raleigh for the Hurricanes game. I hope you broke his radio so he didn't hear this abomination. <laughs> no, he loves it. He, he this loves one, it. This one we're well, doing right he now. Can't. How, we're, we're live right now. How could he have already heard this one? He can't hear it like it as he's hearing it is what I'm saying. He loves the birthday game. He loves him some John Dawson but and Jonathan Mass. This one particularly that went off the rails at point two seconds. I, I think what Brian's saying is Jock loves the chaos. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, look wisdom over there with the, the gra with the gravelly now, voice. Whether or not that's true, I do not know. But <coughs> Okay, I'm just going to sit here. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> I know. I love it. Okay. Okay, uh, listen. Uh, I'll give him his number. Drop oh, his yeah, number. yeah. Give out the number. Yeah, Yeah, Mr. Yeah. We, I uh, told you we hadn't finished. I was trying to. Oh, please. Yeah, 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 it's fine. 252. 252. 286. 286. 
Somebody want to give the website. GoecoNC.com. And what is Goeco.com? Or Buclesberry.com. If you start screwing up my website <laughs> name, it's Bucklesberry.com. Bucklesberry, that's right. Buck stands I'm warning you now. If this one ends up as being as hard to edit as the one I edited this morning, yeah. I'm going to start putting chipmunks over both of your voices. <laughs> it two, would probably sound better for him. Two hours. Uh, for one? Yeah. Yikes. Two hours. I blame you. He was a 70s heartthrob. In fact, Linda loved him when she was a young girl growing up in, in the mean streets of uh, Woodington, North Carolina. This is... John Dawson. Sean Cassidy. You're close. I don't know. Leaf Garrett. Oh, same thing. Yeah, it is basically the same thing. Look, wasn't he pretty? Look at him. I was going to say Butch Cassidy. Who is that? That's Leaf Garrett. Oh, I thought that was his mom. Okay. This is I Can was everybody out there on the radio see that picture he's holding up? Okay. This is I was made for dancing. Hold on, chorus. I was made for dancing. Oh, 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 all night long. You were you were too young for this, I bet, weren't you? Thank God. <laughs> I wonder what year this came out. It had to have been like 76, 77, something Probably like that. Probably the same year as you. Wow. He, he, he used that joke last week, okay? That's ah, a good joke. It's an evergreen. It is evergreen. That's true. Okay, uh, Jonathan Massey, you get to go first. Leif Garrett. Are you, do you know Leif Garrett and his work? I do not. Uh, he was a, uh, like I said, a 70s heartthrob. He was on uh, Teen, what was it, uh, Teen Beat or Lion Beat or Tiger Beat. Oh yeah, the mag. He was in all the teeny bopper magazines. Yeah. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That box in Hank's shed. Yeah. Okay, Jonathan Massey. How old is he today? Not Jonathan Massey, but Leaf Garrett. You said this was like mid seventies. Uh, probably seventy six, seventy seven. Hold on, let, let, uh, I want to give you the correct because I don't want to mess up your guess. Uh, yeah, we would hate for anything to be inaccurate I was on this made show. For Hanson, <laughs> or uh, nineteen seventy eight. Okay. 1978. 68. You say 68. What do you say, John Dawson? 67. Try. He's 62 today. So this came out when he was 17 years old. Wow. Yeah. I told you he was a teen idol. Huh? Okay. John Dawson, you get the first one. Hey, guess what? We've got another musical hint. And we're out of time. <laughs> no, we got plenty of time, man. That's all we have is time, John Dawson. Oh, here you go. You're going to like this. If he doesn't get it in the first note or two, it blows my mind because he's so good at this. This is down your... I know the song. I just got to hear a vocal. Okay. Oh, Ricky Lee Jones. Chuck E's in love. Is that not impressive? It is. Can I have a hug? Get Massey hugging. Uh, okay. <laughs> that is a, I tell you what, you got to admit his voice is sexy, though, right? I don't have to admit anything. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Ricky Lee Jones over there, John Dawson. Tell him about Ricky Lee. Uh, she just kind of came out of nowhere and had a big hit with that, and she still has a career but never matched this hit that I know of. You know the year this came out? 1970. 78. 
79. Okay. Hey, dude, I'm giving you love and respect. That was awesome, dude. Ricky Lee Jones over there, John Dawson. One minute, chorus. See, I was far enough to wait because I knew he was going to cut me off. Chucky's in love. All right, is that enough? Well, no, of course. She's saying the same thing over and over. It is. A, same thing she said four times. It is four now. times. That's right. Okay, Ricky Lee Jones. 70. You say 70. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 71. Nah, you should have gone the other way. She was born November the 8th, 1954. You know how old that makes her today, John Dawson? No, Brian, I don't. She's 69 today. 69. Ricky Lee Jones. There you go. Okay. Guess what? We've got another musician. Is that Bonnie Raitt? Love me some Bonnie Raitt. I know you do, too. I don't know if you love her, but you're a fan, right? Yeah. Loves Bonnie Raitt. This is I Can't Make You Love Me mm-hmm. by Bonnie Raitt. Even though I tried many times, John Thanks Dawson. picks the girliest song in her catalog. <laughs> well, this the is bushy a bushy power ballad. It, it's not a... <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, what did you want me to do? I was going to do something to talk about, but that's that, what everybody plays. A uh, thing called love. Written by John Hyatt, made famous by Bonnie Raitt. And she's an amazing slide guitarist. Speaking of which... Over the weekend, Linda and I went, you know, we went to the ECU game. We came back, and I have made a life decision, that, and I'm being very sincere. It's a good thing she found that before the wedding. You, you earned that. You earned that. Uh, I want to learn how to play the guitar. Okie dokie. You going to teach me? <laughs> oh, you remember the one drum lesson you gave me, right? Oh, boy. So who would be good then? You were almost as, you. you were almost as bad on drums as Janet Sutton was. <laughs> so I just talked to her last week. Yeah. Yeah, I talked for the first time in a while. I talked to her. Oh, this is a good. I'm glad. Yeah. Yeah, what a good song. Man. That's a good idea. Good song. Yes. I want to learn how to play the guitar. Sincerely. <laughs> Why do you laugh? You don't think I'm capable? If you eschewed all other things you've got going on, yeah. Okay. But with everything you got going well, on. I don't want to be no. you. I can't be you in, you know, in six I'm not six talking months. about that. I'm saying the amount of time it would take, you're, there's no, you got too much going on. Well, I'm buying a guitar. Well, let me guide you so you don't you don't need to buy an expensive one right start with. I don't think so. That's why let's go to Guitar Center and we'll go. Where can I we might have I might have a friend of mine with a used acoustic that could, uh, Woody Spencer bought it, played for about a year, but arthritis started to get him. And then this person I know bought it from him used used it for about six months and it's been sitting there. So that might be the way to go. Uh, talk to him. Okay. In all sincerity, talk to him. Actually, that's a good question. What would be a guitar for a good guitar for a startup player? Uh, it just needs to be a basic acoustic. An acoustic is harder to play, but you need to learn on an acoustic. So then when you go to electric, it's, you need to start on an acoustic. So there's not a particular brand, no. just like a no. cheaper. Nothing above, nothing above a $200 beginner guitar. And then like if you it. end up liking it, then you can get expensive. Okay. So are you going to teach me? I'll pay you. <laughs> <laughs> i tell you what I'll do. 
get the guitar, and when I come over here to do this, I'll show you one chord, and I'll write it out. Okay. So practice this chord this week. Okay. And you just have to sit there and practice that chord. Okay. And then the following week, It's I'll just putting, like, your left fingers on the top part and then neck. strumming neck. on the neck. How'd you know that? I tried to learn to play guitar once. Really? Yeah. I can tell you the easiest thing to play on an acoustic guitar is smoke on the water, at least the intro. Vroom, 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 well, it's actually vroom. with two fingers and, like, pluck it. Okay. I'm not wrong, though, am I? No. See, I'm going to learn, and it's going to shock you. I'm a pretty smart guy. I'm a, I'm a pretty fart smeller. I mean, a smart feller, okay? God help me. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Bonnie Raitt over there, Jonathan Massey. You know Bonnie Raitt. Yeah, she, um, I, I don't know that much about her, so this is going to be a horrible guess, I'm sure. 74. It wasn't horrible at all. She was born November the 8th, 1949. I was going to guess 72 or 3. Yeah. I just loved it a year or two ago at the Grammy. She won, and all these people under 20. Who is Bonnie Raitt? They, like, they made somebody up. That's how idiotic people are now. And I said it, idiotic. If you're so dumb and only care about what happened 20 seconds ago, you don't know who Bonnie Raitt is. I know. You're a stone idiot. I've told you my Bonnie Raitt story, right? She came on the Blues and Boogie show at WSGE 90.7. I had like a, I had seven minutes to talk to her. Uh-huh. Uh, she was playing a show in Charlotte, and we they set it up, and I got to talk to her. She she's was very nice. She's a fantastic musician. <clears throat> Paid her dues. Mm -hmm. Built her audience by touring. She didn't have MTV to push her or publicist. She just got out and happened to be good and kept going. Yeah, love Bonnie Ray. When you take a two-to-one lead, Jonathan Massey goes, that's right, right? Uh, he's got a two-to-one lead. Was he I ahead two to nothing? Yeah. He got both Leaf Garrett and Ricky Lee Jones? Yes, yes. he did. Oh, well, <laughs> there you go. You it's don't keep scoring more, do you? I'm terrible, man. I am just absolutely, I, I just don't get it. We've I'm been terrible. trying to tell you. Did, you. did you write down who's ahead? No, I keep it in my head. Uh-oh. I always keep it in my head, and then I'll put it in, uh, you know, I only put it down at the very end of it. Okay, uh, hey, uh, Jonathan Parrott Dawson, he's the mean chef. Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> there you go. Gordon Ramsay. How old today is Gordon Ramsay? You know who he is? No. Okay. He does all those stupid Fox shows where... He's actually got a pretty interesting show on Discovery or National Geographic or something where he goes around to different countries and immerses himself into their uh, culture. culinary culture. Is he the one that just goes in the kitchen and starts yelling at people? Yeah. Well, on that's what you see them. on commercials. Yeah. But well, even the show itself, is, is that Iron Chef guy? <laughs> Is he, is he the iron? Master Chef. Master Chef. I would just love for somebody just he'd go in and start yelling at a guy and he'd just pick up a frying pan and just <laughs> whack him right in the face with it. That's a show I'd watch. I, oh, hey, I would too. Yeah. Yeah. He's actually too. gotten a lot better and he does Master Chef, Master Chef Junior. He and yells he, at you, little people? No, it's children, but oh. he's, he's an incredibly pleasant person with those kids. So I think the yelling is just a so I thought you were talking about like dwarves and midgets when you said he yells at little people. Well, I, you know, <laughs> it's probably, you're probably. See, now that would be a cooking show. If I call them kids, there's probably some woke nimrod who would say they're little people. Well, so. no, no. Uh, uh, 
Oh my gosh, my old boss at the Free Press when I first got Lee Rayner. If you ever said kids, if someone wrote kids in a story, she would go, "A kid is a goat." There you mm-hmm. go. Okay, uh, Gordon Ramsay over there, John Dawson. How old is he today? Sixty-three. You say sixty-three. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? Sixty-two. He was born November eight. What were you going to say? They're fifty-seven. Just <laughs> what you did. Ding, ding, ding. He was born November eighth, nineteen sixty-six. He is indeed fifty-seven. And uh, guess what? It's tied up two to two. You took a two to nothing lead, and then uh, he battled back, and it's two to two. And here we go. Uh, get your calculators out. You, we did the math for me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is a good one. This is a good one. He created Dracula. It's Bram Stoker. There you go. Bram Stoker. Today, uh, now he died in 1912. Or did he? Or did he? Yeah, well, that was 111 years ago. Okay. So he died 111 years ago. So, Jonathan Massey, how old would Bram Stoker be? Is it Bram or Bram? Bram. Bram. Bram Brom Stoker, how old would he be if he were still alive today, Jonathan Massey? 186. You say 186. What do you say over there, Dizzle? 185. And we got a winner over here. He was born November the 8th. See, people don't know because it's radio. They don't know that I pointed at That's you. That's what right I was there. thinking. Uh, he was born November the 8th in 1847. So he is a he would be 176 years old today. So congratulations, John Dawson. Mm. You win. You tie it up three days to three. You very rarely win three to two days. You either win four to one or five to nothing games, which is what it's been lately. But uh, you finally win a close one. I'm broadening my palate, Brian. There you go. Uh, hey, some local birthdays here today. Uh, man. Uh, and Linda knows this. I'm not going to get in trouble for saying this. Let me go ahead and preface what I'm getting ready to say. The most beautiful girl to ever come out of Lenore County. Brian North will tell you this. And Brian, is, he listens to the show every day. Brian North, in your car, wherever you are, yell out who the most beautiful girl ever from Lenore County is. Do you all know who it is? Right now, he's yelling Mrs. North. <laughs> well, she's not from Lenore County. Just go with the joke, will <laughs> okay. you? Yeah. Uh, no. L'Oreal, uh, I always get to say it right, L'Oreal Harvey, Dr. Har- or, uh, Mr. Harvey's daughter. Oh, okay. And and I'm not joking. She is gorgeous, just absolutely, absolutely beautiful, uh, and just love her to death. She is a sweetheart, absolute sweetheart. And, uh, again, as Brian North and I will tell you, the most beautiful girl to ever come All right, from Lenore County. You need to keep it within the bounds of the uh – the uh, paperwork you were given by the authorities. (laughs) That's true. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, uh, and then uh, also a local birthday man. Uh, He was my landlord for 14 years and just a great, great guy. He was also my dentist too, Dr. Lynn Turner, until he uh, retired. Super cool guy, man. Uh, You guys have met him, right? Yes. Good guy, man. We worked with his bride, Mary Ellison Turner, at the Kinston Daily Free Press. She was a sweetheart too. And, uh, uh, man, just a super, super nice guy, man. Dr. Turner is just the best. And then downtown businessman and a uh, super good guy in himself, too, Chris Moore. Uh, thank the world of him, too. So, today, man, three awesome locals uh, with birthdays today. Chris Moore, Dr. Lynn Turner, L'Oreal Harvey, Bram Stoker. Give me your Dracula, John Dawson. One, two, up, up, up. Well done. You want to give me one over there, a uh, deep voice? Uh, if you're you're meaning Dracula. No one knows what Brom 
Stoker sounded like because they didn't have recording equipment oh, back then. Oh, oh, oh. You're talking about Dracula, yeah, his creation. Dracula. That was Bella Lugosi's version. And uh, listen, uh, thank you again to uh, Goico Office Automation for being the title sponsor of the birthday game and uh, to uh, everybody that was on the show today. Let's uh, switch back to that. Hey, thank you to Mike Martin. Stayed with us both hours again. To Felicia Nikki Solomon, just love her to death. And congratulations to Pearl Hardy for joining us here, too, on the show. Tomorrow, we will have uh, Jason Bryant in our second hour. Have a great hump day. We'll see you tomorrow on The Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College.